today we're going to be talking about the secret to everything with our guest Kimberly George, a remote viewer, a psychic medium, and an energy technology instructor. And our other guest Jordan Ashton, a spiritual hypnotherapist who also does life coaching. Welcome Kimberly, nice to have you. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you so much. It's a beautiful day in North Carolina. I'm happy to be here with you. Great, great. So if you want to just start out and just give us a little quick recap um, about how you got here. A, a quick recap? <laughs> okay, I'll try take my it, best. Take um, as long as you like. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll try to keep it quick. So basically, like y'all, you know, I had abilities from when I was young. I grew up in a, a religious 3D family. Uh, quite repressed, really had to find my own way completely till I got to college. College was the first time where other people outside of me affirmed my abilities as real and accurate. And I worked with the Chicago police on occult crimes. It was in the 80s and they were just starting their occult crime units. Thought it was going to be really glamorous, like the TV show Medium. It was not. It was really horrifying and not very uh, well paid. So moved on from that, got married, had kids. All my kids have psychic abilities. My oldest daughter, when she was five, came to me and said, mommy, I need to go to the eye doctor. There's something wrong with me. And I said, why? And she said, I see colors and symbols around people. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. There's nothing wrong with you. You're amazing. So all my girls are like highly psychic and they all have their own, you know, ability. So um, worked a lot in the paranormal still in alternative medicine. You know, when I had my kids, um, when my daughter was 12, the one I just told you about, she would, and I would do house clearings all over Columbus. I ended up, you know, becoming a naturopathic doctor, alternative medicine. I had four clinics in Columbus, Ohio, in-person clinics at one time. So I've always kind of mixed alternative medicine with my psychic abilities. I, I was Shane Pittman's psychic medium of the holes or files. So I've worked with him. He knows me really well and knows my abilities. Uh, so I know a lot of the big, you know, the big guys pretty well. And uh, my ex-fiance was best friends with Zach Bagan. So when they were growing up, so again, just this weird intersection of the paranormal world, you know and my life and people that have come into it. So about, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, went online, uh, changed my business from, you know, in-person to completely virtual. So because there's no non-locality of time and space, there's no such thing as time and space, even except within the games, um, the lower, you know, uh, dimensional realms, I, I realized that I can access, you know, past, present, future, all time, all space, clone memories, um, parallel realms, other game realms, doesn't matter, um, you know, with remote viewing and all that. So definitely playing a lot in the extreme edge of my abilities nowadays and teaching others. First of all, um, you guys are already activated, but not everybody is to remember who they are. First of all, in the game, you know, and what this is, what this reality is, and then big picture, where do we go after here? And how does this, our, you know, point of view, how does that kind of inner overlap and interlock with everything else? So kind of way into gaining the game. That's kind of my focus right now, teaching people what this is, um, what the multiverse is, the truth that they hide from us, you know, kind of all that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I would like to share the story of how I found you really quick. I think it's very cool. So yes. Source actually guided me to you. I was in the car and I was having like a low vibrational moment. I was doing Uber, stressed out, and I did a psychic medium reading. She was giving me a future reading. She said, I see you doing quantum file feedback in your future uh, mediumship healing energy business. And I was like, oh my God, that's what I resonate with. I want to do that. I want to be a medium and a healer when I grow up. And then I go on Spotify because I love watching podcasts as I do Uber. So I go on Spotify and it, I just push a random like podcast and it said the secret to everything. I was like, oh, caught my attention. And literally <laughs> a, few, a few minutes into the podcast episode, I hear quantum file feedback and I'm like, oh my God, universe is trying to tell me something. So after that, and now we're here where you're on the wow. podcast with me. So I think you're definitely going to teach that's me great. something to help me in the right path. That's awesome. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, I'd like to, I'd like to kind of start off. I heard you kind of touch on something um, where you were saying that I uh, use the word activated. So a lot of people, I think a lot of people nowadays think that psychics are something that is um, unique to end of like certain individual people. Is that something that everybody has the ability to tap into and how do people tap into that? If so. 
Interesting. All fire creation beings, so all beings with a, you know, soul are 100% have all the meta abilities. Any magical ability, superhero ability, superhuman ability, psychic ability that you can imagine, we all have. It's it's all there. Um, whether we remember that we have it, uh, whether we remember how to use it or whether we are using it, you know, is a completely different story. And of course, just like when you watch the superhero movies, you know, some people can like set things on fire and some people can jump over buildings and some people fly. Like we all have like our top abilities that throughout all time and space for trillions and trillions of years, we have gravitated to as a choice. And it's usually as a conscious choice, sometimes as a slave choice, depending where we were. But, you know, you know, we've gravitated toward healing or we've gravitated toward alchemy or we've gravitated toward being a, a military leader. So naturally we have these preferences, you know, so we are stronger or more developed, um, you know, over all time and space in certain things. For example, I've always been uh, involved with technology and frequency. I've always been a healer. Um, and so not too surprising to find myself in the game in 2022, still involved on a very high level with, you know, frequency technology, um, you know, quantum healing and, you know, my psychic abilities as well. So then we get into dicey areas because when we're talking about, which I don't know if you've heard me say or no, but my family does human cloning and transfer, you know, consciousness transfer. And we've been doing human cloning for millions and millions of years. So it's nothing new. Again, the lies they tell us, but clones without uh, like the clones that they make for the Hollywood fodder movies that, you know, there are no special effects people in Hollywood. It's a hundred percent real sentient people with emotions. You know, the avatar has emotions. The avatar has thoughts. The avatar has personality. You don't have to have a soul to have all those things. So hundred percent, you know, they're blowing up all the clones in Hollywood. I'll slice and dice them for the, you know, the scream movies and the military mm -hmm. movies and the murder movies and all that. But those beings do not necessarily, unless it's coded in their DNA, which why are they going to waste time coding high level psychic abilities in their DNA? So we think, you know, it's coming from the DNA and there is a metagene where it does come from the DNA, but it's a soul ability. That's why you can't not be psychic because it's a soul ability. It's not an avatar ability. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what body you're born into. You can be mm -hmm. born into a paralyzed handicap body and you can still be highly gifted psychically. It doesn't matter about the body. It's a soul ability. So I've noticed that you said clone. Can you touch more about the clone, like the Sims NPC? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so NPC and clone is a little bit different. Um, people kind of interchangeably use those. So a clone, generally they use clones, and then you have a lot of clones, you have a lot of clones. We all, three of us have a ton of clones. Everybody has clones. Every single fire creation spirit has a clone, at least one. Most people have hundreds or thousands. I have thousands. Mm -hmm. um, you guys probably have thousands too. I'd have to look in the base. But, uh, <laughs> and there's cloning and there's templates. Um, and then they take, you know, people think your soul can't be captured. It can. Your soul can be captured. It can't end because your soul is like the biggest ocean and they just take a cup of water and they pour it into another vessel because this is just like a base or a vessel. Um, but the NPCs are literally a computer projection. I actually have some pictures of, a, of cars riding by me on the ha highway that they're not even, like you can't touch them. Like if you tried to put your hand through the car or the people, mm -hmm. they're literally computer projection. So a lot of our world, just like Westworld shows us. So if you ever want, I always tell people, if you want to understand the game, start at the first episode of Westworld and watch all the way through. It's one of the few series where there's it's 100% truth. It talks about how the game is created. It talks about life outside the game. It talks about cloning, talks about consciousness transfer, talks about memory wiping, talks about <laughs> programming, I mean, on and on. So Westworld is the most accurate thing I've ever seen of how the NPCs, clones, and reels interact in real time gameplay. So the NPCs, oh, there's a lot of NPC fillers in your life. And I talk, there are a lot of the grocery clerks. There are a lot of the people at the post office. There are a lot of even people in government are often NPCs. And it's exactly like you said, it's exactly like the game Sims, you know, they program them <laughs> and people are like, well, how can, how can, you know, they know they like interact. Like when I change, they change easily they we run the whole game our energy runs the whole game and the whole mm -hmm. game is kind of run around us and we're harvested and we're siphoned and our abilities are siphoned up and they use yeah. us for money and so you know obviously the whole game play is usually around keeping the reels memory wiped and accessing the reels gifts 
Um, so when you say NPCs, just for like clarifications, it's non-playable character. So like for me, I felt like before I had my spiritual awakening that I was an NPC. Um, I've been kind of outside of the mold, generally speaking, but a lot of my behavior um, compared to now, I can definitely resonate and see like I was just on autopilot and I wasn't really living my life, wasn't really monitoring my thoughts. So are there people that are doomed to be NPCs forever? Or is that something that people can wake up out of? Yeah, that's a great question because I actually, it's taken me a long time to find like my, you know, kind of like tip of the spear purpose here. I actually think um, it, my main purpose, if you boil it all the way down to the root is to awaken memory in beings mm -hmm. like you. So unfortunately for me, I was born knowing that I had a past life and knowing that something was so screwed up because I knew the second before I had consciousness in this body as a baby that I'd been able to walk and talk dead giveaway. <laughs> and I had the same mind I have now I had in a baby body. So not everybody has that awareness, strength of memory. And if I hadn't had that, I think the temptation would be to be like, you're talking about Jordan, very 3d, very following the patterns, doing what everybody else is doing, you know, going to college or not going to college, you know, dating, having sex, spinning, spinning, you know, going to barbecues, you know, going to baseball game, you know, ah, yes. 3D life, you know, <laughs> all the stuff. But what everybody's doing, you know, in, in the cultures, yeah. of course, there's different cultures, but what everybody's doing within the culture. So, um, yeah, I honestly think, well, there's no coincidences in the game. So we're either creating positive experiences we're creating our life or we're creating negative experiences for ourselves and other people or we're allowing the computer to run our life so i think mm -hmm. what you're talking about jordan is just being under that matrix program so heavily um and the mind wiping technology that they do on us multiple times a day and the time stopping and the abduction that they do all the time during the day that we don't mm -hmm. remember and then all the false memories that they place in us just had a hold on you you just there was no, it, it, they were just doing a pretty good job of keeping you down back yeah. then. Uh -huh. Does the extraterrestrial, like I've noticed that extraterrestrial beings take parts of our DNA and clone us as well? Oh yeah, hundred percent. So at the base of your neck, if you go to the base of your neck and you have like a little divot at the base of your skull and then to the top of your spine, you have that kind of area of your neck. A lot of times when you wake up, it'll be extremely raised and puffy. If it is, you've probably been accessed, they probably needled you and drawn out spinal fluid, which they make clones, which they make adrenochrome, um, which they also do all kinds of weird hybrids, funky super soldier experiments, all kinds of things. A lot of times it's so funny because people are like, you can't prove all the stuff you say. I'm like, you could. If you guys were aware, if you knew what your body looked like yeah. when you went to bed, if you knew what your sexual your sexual organs look like before you go to bed, because almost everyone's being in their body every night. And this is the first podcast I've ever said that aloud on. So <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but, um, but like, but there's there's signs, and you know, not to be gross, but like there's things that don't belong there. You know, some people wake up and there's like fluids on their bed and, it, and it's like, this is crazy. And then we aren't even going into the incubus succubus, which is again, more of the astral rape. I mean, it's just the, you know, we wonder why we're so traumatized. We wonder why we, we can't create the life we want. We wonder why we're held back. But I think we have to start with a real realism of what we are, where we are, and what is really going on. You can't even begin to unravel it till you accept the truth of where you're in and the multidimensional world we live in, which you guys yeah. have an advantage by having some access to it. Not everybody has mm -hmm. the advantage you guys have. Yeah, um, I definitely want to like, I want to go back to like the matrix part, because that's something that I talk about all the time. And um, okay. I think something that I always say is when a wild animal is born into captivity, they will mistake their cage for their home. So that's kind of like how I look at like the matrix is, I mean, you, you get born and they give you a number. As soon as you get in here, they give you a number and they put you on the conveyor belt and then you get programmed. Your brain gets programmed from the time that you're zero till seven. I love how Aristotle even said it years ago he said give me a boy till the age of seven and i will show you the man so many of us don't even remember what happened to us while that zero to seven time frame happened and it's almost like we um the, the analogy that i like giving is you know when we went to a slumber party as kids you never wanted to be the first person to fall asleep 
because they'll mess with you. They'll put <sighs> the right marker on your face and stuff like that. So that's kind of like how ages zero to seven is, is like you fell asleep, completely fell asleep and your parents, your friends and family, the people that are supposed to take care of you, society is riding on your face, fear, insecurity, don't believe in yourself, uh, self-loathing. And then you wake up when you're like an adult and you look in the mirror and you say, I got all these problems. I got all these problems. I don't even remember how they got here. Can you touch a little bit on your perception of the matrix and how we can begin to break out of this computer simulation that is going on right now? Yeah. So um, again, like I said, I think I like people, maybe it's not necessary that you know where you are and what's going on, but I think I really kind of boiled it down to releasing trauma and remembering who you are, are my two tenets I'm kind of going forward in my uh, teach on. And again, do we have to know, you know, the past trillions of years? No. Although do we have to release the programming and the cording and the, and the attachments and the beliefs? I mean, when I do a scan, um, it is so thick. It is so thick in me still. It is so thick in other people. Just the basic things, you know, uh, a self allergy. A lot of people have, uh, they're allergic to themselves. You know, it's kind of hard to get ahead in life when you absolutely despise yourself so much that you can barely be in your own presence. So deprogramming is really, really important. And that's why I love benevolent, you know, quantum technology that we use, which is hundred percent accurate. So we are in deep, not only are we in deep false memories, they implant so much falseness and so much programming and so many, uh, even instructions to kill ourselves. If we remember this or our heart stops or our liver doesn't work. If we remember this, I mean, they have thick, thick layers of programming, especially the hardcore MK ultra people and everyone, hundred percent of everyone who's fire creation is MK ultra not everyone is owned by the corporation monarch you guys are vibing to me as owned by the corporation monarch but not everybody is so the hardcore mk ultra people even have it worse but those are the beans if if you are super soldier if you are hardcore mk ultra you are the beans and, and a lot of these people are attracted to me i guess for deprogramming and growth you are the most powerful beings not just here there's a couple templates and frequencies that we see in people and they're the highest frequencies in the multiverse so there's beings on this planet that are living so memory wiped and so small but they are known i'm known throughout the multiverse um as a healer i'm known for technology i'm known for a lot of things i'm also known for some bad things because that's the cool thing again this is a game and we're an infinite creation. And so we've all chosen to be many, many different characters, men, women, children. We've all, I hate to tell you, you know, I could generically look at any person and been like, you've been a pedophile. You've eaten babies. <laughs> you've killed massive amounts of people. You've raped, you've pillaged, and you've also been a saint. You've healed thousands of people and you've created miracles and you've been worshiped as a God or goddess. But the most powerful beings here, what I think, because I think we're kind of at the end of this level of the game and it's going to be upgraded. I think the people left here now, especially after the whole last thing we just went through with all the things that they gave us and mm -hmm. all that BS. I think the gods and goddesses, the creme de la creme de la creme of the game are left. Almost every fire creation being is coming up as some form of God or goddess, some form of, you know, historical famous leader, you know, power players. So the beans left here in the game, they're the power players and they have to, they have to leave the power players here because again, our energy runs the matrix. Their energy doesn't run the matrix. You know, they don't give that. We do. I want to ask you about your mediumship and how you were awakened to that and also your remote viewing. Yeah, so remote viewing um, is one of my most natural abilities and strongest. I came in with it as a baby uh, because when I was about three, um, we lived outside of Chicago and I first thought something was really wrong with me when I would hear sirens. And of course, I lived off a very major road. Um, and I would hear police sirens every night, um, ambulance sirens, fire truck sirens. And as a child, I hated the sirens because I would see the images of all these crimes, um, fires. Sometimes it was nothing, of course. Um, people that had killed themselves, shot themselves, people hanging, domestic violence, uh, decapitated children from car accidents, you know, blood and guts and gore. And so um, that's how I became aware. I didn't know, of course, it was called remote viewing. But so for me, for some reason, that siren activated my remote viewing abilities. And it took quite a few years to be able to um, have control. I used to get hardcore flashbacks. Like I'd be driving down a highway 
and I would see this car with groceries and blood and like oil all over the road. And then like 20 miles up, same scene. I would get like these weird, you know, but now it's almost completely controlled. So now instead of the the things hitting me, I go to them. And then mediumship is not something I ever chose to do. It happens Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, One of my favorite stories is I was relaxing um, with a bunch of women friends at a winery and having a good old time. And all of a sudden this teenage kid is standing behind me. And I'm like, and I said in my mind, because of course, outside of the game, in everything above 4D, it's all mind to mind. There's not a lot of speech, um, even in council mm-hmm. meetings. Most of it's mind to mind, off-planet council meetings. But um, you know, this kid's standing behind me, and I'm like, and I said to him, mind to mind, I'm like, I'm not doing this. This, you know, go away. And he's like, um, no, I'm staying. So I ignored him for like a half hour, 45 minutes, and finally, I'm like, okay, who are you? What do you want? He's like, you're sitting next to my mom. I just killed myself three months ago. I'm like, okay, Whoa. okay, I'm gonna do <laughs> yeah. this. So I said. It, quietly when everybody else was kind of, I said, excuse me, but there's this young man. He says, he's your son. And then we had the whole thing, you know, it was on from the end. And she, it ended up being really good because he was like, you know, able to tell her he's okay. And he's happier. I think death is horrible. Death is not horrible. We've had a million avatars. Death is amazing. And we're not taught this. Death is amazing. Cause guess what? This is a game that I got trapped in. Some people chose to play, but they don't like it. And it's hard to get out of it once you're here. And then we believe the lies of the religious programming and the white light traps Mm -hmm. and your grandma, who's not your grandma or your sweet little dog, (laughs) who's not your dog, (laughs) gets you to come back and save everybody else, which you don't because they memory wipe you and you just have to start all over. Like you did, Jordan, (laughs) you know, until you wake up. But um, yeah, but it's amazing. Like, you know, I have people that love me in a cetacean ship, um, you know, in the fifth dimension and I'm going back to healing, you know interdimensionally I'm excited about dying like I can't wait yeah. like, bring it on let's go soon enough let's go you know yeah. it's not a, not well, a bad thing but so you know that's kind of a mess with the whole mediumship thing because there's so much junk consciousness and false light yeah. and you can't you know this you can't summon a discarnate spirit you can ask mm-hmm. most of the time they won't come because they are busy and mm-hmm. other and people are so arrogant they think this is their only life. They think they've only had one husband, one girlfriend, one boyfriend, one wife, one child. No, you've had millions of lovers. Most of you aren't even with your soulmate. You won't even be with a soulmate here. And the point is these people, once they leave, they don't always care about you. No matter how close you were, they don't, they don't care. They are busy. You know, they won't always come back for a daughter, a wife. They, they won't. They're like, I'm busy. Tell them I'm busy. I'm like, okay, that's why I don't do mediumship readings because mm-hmm. and charge for them. I can't guarantee the person or being or pet shows up. Yes, I've um, dealt with that as well when I was doing a dowsing rod reading. Um, Jordan was here this, uh, mm-hmm. I think Michelle, his friend, um, I summoned up her, I was trying to summon up her grandma. We got her grandpa, but we were trying to summon up her grandma and she was busy, like she would not show up after like a minute awesome. over trying to contact her and I realized I was like I see this you. is why I get a little bit set like like not scared but a little bit anxious to call up my spirit guides because I'm like I know you're busy but I need to tell you something and then they're like oh we always get messages so just tell us and we'll just come back and I realized like later on I'm like okay right. you know when I ask my ancestors or my angels or my spirit guides even God consciousness even my higher self I'm like oh they get the message sure, sure. it's just all in my brain and I just got to be patient and wait and also when right. with you being said how we're always trying to run away from our traumas or like this this kind of life because you know I think that suffering is the catalyst to growth which meaning the more you suffer is the more you evolve and learn from this experience so for me it's like um I was sitting in meditation just in the present moment and I was staring at the sun outside and I and I just became at peace with the moment I was in I just sat there Mm. and like didn't I I kind of had no resistance. It was like, I didn't have no attachment to anything. My ego was lessened. I just sat there and I realized like, I chose to come here. So I shouldn't run away. I should just accept the choice I made. And I'm eternal. And this is an experience. And it's going to help me evolve to my higher state of consciousness. It's a journey. So instead of trying to run away from what I chose to do, like you don't choose to run away from a situation you chose to do. So I was like, I'm going to just sit here and let go of everything in this present moment and realize everything I need is right here. The answer is right here within me. There's no actual, I, I think of everything as like a positive, like even if there is suffering, 
at the end of the day, we evolve, we're eternal. So there, suffering's not really a real thing. It's all positive and light at the end of the day and just coming from a source of love. And if you don't come from that source of love, you are lost. So for me, it's like, instead of like that whole running away from earth now, it's more so just sitting in the present moment and just accepting the choice that I made. It really brings you peace and you just feel like so root chakra grounded with everything. That's how I feel. That's really cool. Yeah. I just did a video. My first, my video on the gaming, the game, my first part, I was, I'm putting up the second part today and I was just listening to the first part, which is so funny. Cause I'm like, did I say that? Like I go into channel. I don't even know what I say. <laughs> um, I just yeah. said that I was talking about guys understand how delicious like going into nothingness is yes. and like being able to like hold all of possibility so you just said like in a mat like in those sentences like i wish everybody was where you are and i'm really happy you're there young because that's really hard to impart this is a suffering game and it's seen as yeah. a suffering game throughout the multiverse and people pay here they come here to grow they come here because they want to challenge themselves they want to see if they can overcome the technology and overcome the abduction mm -hmm. overcome the experimentation and you know still hold their presence of being and so um absolutely you know being in the present moment is the key to the beginning of creation but even though it's a suffering game if you can vibrate higher than the frequency of the yeah. game which the game is high you can game the game and then it becomes oh sister comes all good it yeah. becomes joy mm -hmm. pure joy you know yeah 100 i um i do want to touch on one thing i want to ask you this because this is something that i've always been kind of confused about when it comes to the past life that one's always kind of interesting to me because i have two conflicting i guess somewhat conflicting beliefs so i guess it's a little cognitive dissonance and the beliefs are based off of just information that i've gathered not not personal opinion i don't really have a personal opinion um so <laughs> basically how, how i look at it is we're one universal god consciousness and there's an illusion of separateness between each and every one of us so how does that concept play into me specifically as jordan ashton having previous lives if we're all universal consciousness? so we're all universal consciousness universal consciousness decided it wants to play it separates itself first out into like color and sound no physical avatar no tree no animal no body no planet nothing nothing touchable nothing lower vibrating physical what that means as light color and sound when it decides it's bored being in bliss like color and sound musicality it, it decides to drop into a container into a tree into an animal into a planet into a ship into you know a reptilian body a, a, an edemic body like we're in um whatever and um when it does that whether it's put in captured and put in or whether it's chosen in we have an individualized point of view so it's the all playing as a role i'm playing the role of kimberly mccharge you're playing the role of jordan to play because you can only have sex in a body you can only fall in love you can't you don't fall in love as light color and sound we enjoy these experiences it's like you you were saying about about being in the present moment you know you can't have a baby in light color and sound like there's this yeah. precious magical things we get to do in these planets and games and realms that you can't do as light color and sound so it's just infinite expression of choice and the interesting thing is not only do you have past lives but you have parallel lives and all your yes. past lives because there isn't a time or space are running concurrently right now so right now yeah. i can go back into um the 1800s right now and i can be i can be walking down the stairs to the love of my life right now like i am right now ah because it's like it's happening yeah. concurrently um and i can go forward in time so when you die you can choose to go where you go you can go back in time and relive another life in the game you can go to the 12th dimension you can go to a ship you can be a tree you can do whatever you want you can create your own reality um you can create something that was never created you can do whatever you want um or you can gather with people that you know you've been you know with before if they want to um but you can also go into the future and you can go into a future world or a future game realm there's no limitations however you still will have your point of view but as your abilities increase, you'll be able to do this. What I can do now is I can go to all my clones. I can go to all my past, all my future. I can go anywhere. And also sometimes you can take substances that also help this, which I'm not recommending, but it does help. And you can have access and it'll open up and it'll, I mean, gosh, I've had thousands of lives opened up and I'm like, whoa, I just have to go yeah. lay down. My girls are like, stop 
that mom, but I like, I like to kind of stretch because it reminds me of where I still need to go consciously without substances. But, yes. um, you know, the really cool thing is I can now go and look on the outside. So it's like, I can go stand beside my clone, like right now while she's sleeping. So one of my clones is sleeping boring, but I bet I can find one that's doing something a lot more interesting. Um, yes. also there's clone templates. So you guys probably have public figures. I know you do. I might even ask my relatives about you, but um, there's public figures that are you that are clones. It's so interesting, the whole cloning thing that we could, I keep going back to that, but you just reminded me of it when I said it. But what's really cool is you can learn how to then switch your points of view, Jordan. So yeah. I'm not quite there. I do it occasionally. It, I can do it for like 10 seconds. I can completely get lost. I was on the treadmill once and I went into my 1800s life and I almost killed myself because I flew off the treadmill because I lost. Oh my goodness. Because you have to hold your focus. It's hard. You have to hold this body and you have to be able to go into point of view in that body. And it's yeah. Yeah. not as easy as you don't practice it a lot. Mm -hmm. So all I'm saying is it's still you. So these thousands and thousands and thousands of lives still have that distillation where I decided to break out of but guess what? I can also go back into the all. And that's how I'm so accurate with or without technology as a psychic reader, mm -hmm. because what part of the all does the all not know? Yes. What can you mm -hmm. not know? What can you not do? What can you not show? The trick is embodying all of that mm -hmm. all the time in every point of view that you're in. Does that make sense, okay. Jordan? That yeah. a little yeah. more that I confuse yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that makes sense. It definitely makes sense. And uh, you did touch on something that I'm extremely passionate about. And I owe, I owe so much to, um, which is the substances. Um, me personally, when I was 23 years old, um, I got interested in doing magic mushrooms. And I was really scared because of all the programming about it, because of all the lies, because of all sure. the, the nasty things that they say about psychedelics. So I read three books on it. I yep. uh, watched a bunch of videos. And then on my third time doing them, I had a spiritual awakening experience where I literally, the only way I can kind of describe it is, oh my God, I'm in here. I am inside this thing. Oh my God. And at that point, I was an atheist. And at that moment, I was like, nope, I'm God. I know it. I feel it. There's a God within me. And there's a, yeah. And there's a limitless. So I was guided to do uh, source guided me to do psychedelics and I honestly like saved my life when people will ask me hey how, how'd you get to this point and I'll say mushrooms I'll say wow. because mush mushrooms alone they can't do anything but they open a door for you and it's your choice to walk through that door so that's what I did is I opened the door and then I started reading books about all the the universe and trying to see what things so um, awesome. obviously, like you mentioned, we're not promoting the use of psychedelics. We're not um, recommending no, anybody not do them. They're very uh, powerful substance should, that should be used under um, controlled uh, environments. However, yes. um, what do you what yeah. role do you think psychedelics play in raising the collective consciousness and helping you know, human beings here on this existence? That's a great question. I think it plays a, a dual positive and negative role. So as you illustrated the positive, I've had positive experiences. My daughters um, have had negative experiences. They've opened the door with psychedelic experiences and had demonic and dark en energies and entities come in. Mm -hmm. So again, um, it's, it's individual. Do I promote the reliance even on you know my technology or any technology? No, because we, we don't need it. We are the technology. We are mm -hmm. everything. We don't need psychedelic substances. Yeah. We don't need them. Yes, it's a tool. And sometimes as you shared, it's a magical tool at the right time in our life. And it's very helpful, but I don't like anything, you know, when my app goes down, I still pretty much can do the same things the app does when it yeah. doesn't go down because yeah. the tools are really supposed to, to me, to take that experience and that frequency of the mushrooms and that ability that you had or whatever it did for you in that moment and embody that permanently without the mushroom, because we are mm -hmm. all frequencies yeah. and we have access yeah. to all of it. That's why I hesitate. And I even tell people, cause they're like, you know, the tech, the tech, you know, the app, they're referring to, you know, the apps and stuff that we use, the quantum technology, but we are quantum technology. So 
I, I don't even promote, I promote, you know, put it down, you know, whether it's crashed or not, like put it down and try to figure out, you know, use the app as a balance. Cause I like tools for a balance. Can I open up a thousand worlds on my own? Absolutely. So I like to try to figure out, okay, I know what's possible. You know, I took heavy dose of THC and I know it's possible and magical. And I could see through like a thousand dimensions, you know, all this crazy stuff happened, but that's in me. I don't need yeah. THC. I need to keep working on the tenets that we teach, which is purification, raising your frequency, expanding your being and remembering who you are and dissolving trauma. And I'll be there probably within a year. You know, I, don't, I won't need that. So yeah. you're saying to not have dependence on the tools of the matrix, but to know that you can have all these tools you within go. yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I promote too. I say, you don't need all these tools on earth. They're always already within you. That's why I don't get hooked up on tools. Like I'll use the dowsing rods to help others. Like for for connection to source purposes but i know that i don't right. need the tools to help me connect to spirit or even well yeah. spirit is me so within myself yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and sometimes people need you to have the tools you don't need them but they mm -hmm. need like my degrees it's the same thing my daughters are like why are you going for another doctor i'm like because people need me to have that it, it's not i don't need it, it doesn't do anything yeah. mean anything prove me in any way it's the same yeah. thing uh, you know, dowsing rod, pendulum, apps, it doesn't matter, um, substances, all tools. And in order to awaken 3D people that may not be 3D or probably fire creation, we also need to work with their beliefs. 100%. And like, I, that's something that I'm extremely passionate about because uh, Neville Goddard, he's one of, he's one of my favorite um, thinkers that I learned from. And Neville Goddard's whole philosophy is that you don't have free will of your actions. Says you have no free will over your actions. You only have free will over your beliefs and you act, you act accordingly to your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of people are, they don't understand mm -hmm. how their beliefs interact with their being, because say, for example, if you don't, you're trying to lose weight and you weigh 400 pounds. Well, if you don't believe that you can lose 50, you won't be able to act to go to the gym to even yeah. sign up for the membership, but you'll be stuck in limbo thinking, yeah oh my God, I still need to go. Oh my God, I want to lose this weight. Oh my God, and you just be stuck. But really it's been hidden in plain sight. You just have to change your words, the words that are in your mind. And that's why I'm so passionate about hypnotherapy because it produces a lot of the same states of consciousness as psychedelics do. So because like psychedelics, when you, when you take magic mushrooms, when you uh, ingest the psilocybin, it's actually psilocin initially and the psilocin when it interact when it gets breaking down by your stomach acid it becomes psilocybin psilocybin goes from your gut to your mm -hmm. brain and then it quiets down the electrical activity in your default mode network your default mode network controls your sense of self your ego so your ego goes away and then pure consciousness gets a good mm -hmm. look at everything for a little bit and that's why people have such good powerful experience and they have so much clarity and um, all those neurotransmitters are firing and everything. And hypnotherapy produces the same, the same brainwave. Uh, so when you get somebody into a trance-like state, they're very sensitive to suggestion. So it's not like how it's on TV where people, you know, are quacking like ducks. Like that's all staged and like that stuff's not, not really too real. There's a lot of um, implicit like uh, pressure for people to follow along because they're on stage. There's a lot of different things that are happening. Uh, but right. when it comes down right. to actually helping somebody and you get them to lay down and get them into a trance, you are speaking directly to the subconscious mind where all of their traumas and all their beliefs live. Mm -hmm. And the nine times out of 10, I would say 99 times out of 100, when I'm working with clients, they, there's a little kid in there that's hurt still. The adult is fine, but there's a little kid inside mm -hmm. of them that is not getting their needs met or has fear or insecurity that stems from the childhood. It is very interesting working with people because I know that almost everybody that I work with, it stems from their childhood. So can you speak on that a little bit about like the inner child work and what you've experienced throughout your career with that? Yeah, so we have tons and tons of panels of inner child stuff. You know, it comes, what's interesting, I bet you run into this too, Jordan, a lot of narcissistic interaction comes up in our panels, a lot of wounding and trauma bonding and uh, trouble with relationships comes up. And, and we see a lot of that connection with childhood and abuse of authority figures and dysfunctional 
uh, families, physical abuse, rape, all that kind of thing. It really seems to create a poor trajectory for boundaries, especially vampire, letting psychic vampires in, not being able, not having a strong sense of self, not knowing who you are, what you want, what you choose, allowing other people to kind of pinball you through life, you know, what they want, pleasing others, not speaking. We see the throat chakra shut down quite a bit, not speaking truth and not even knowing what your truth is to speak your truth. So all this comes up in the technology, those, those real subtle layers, but we see a lot of interaction, especially fire creation spirits, interestingly enough, still under the control of, of narcissistic individuals and still not being able to create boundaries, particularly with, you know, romantic sexual relationships, as well as family relationships and even friends. So I've noticed you do have a program called Frequency Master. And is, does that tie in with the health scans? Yeah, actually that's an old, that's an, that's one of my original classes. So we have, now we call it like advanced practitioner. We have it, but it's, it's basically, you know, now we have the technology and we train people on the technology and we have all my classes. We have monthly mentoring programs where we talk about woo-woo stuff. And sometimes like right now I'm on my third series of releasing trauma in my main class, just do really weird things. Like in advanced practitioner, we're talking about, even though I don't believe in astrology, I believe astrology is a template of the matrix computer. So I do believe it puts a program over us that it wants us to live under. And it's their subtle way of template controlling us. And of course, then we buy with our belief into it and we stay under astrology. But again, um, the oversoul wants to bust away, not just from the avatar limitations, but also from any templating, including your astrological influences. But the, and most of the planets aren't planets anyway. They're not these organic planets. Of course, they're ships, almost all the planets that we, you know, and why do they influence us? Because they have technology that, you know, broadcasts certain frequencies. So one of my classes this month, I'm going way into that and we're breaking down um, what, what does each planet do to everyone? What are the main programming frequencies? And then we're going to we're able to scan people and then of course eliminate those and so we're starting to break out of that astrological templating so i'm all about deprogramming as you said jordan jordan said it everything everybody's like well what's a program everything medicine religion education yeah. um consumerism huge program one of the big programs in america is the consumerism program of course um tons and tons of programs um everything's a program here what it's a game. Everything's programmed. Yeah. So everything's a program. The soul regression and the interdimensions, because I know you worked with um, other beings and you gather some messages from other beings as well. And I am very fascinated about that the most because I'm learning, me and Jordan are trying to learn astral projection. Done it all three times through my dreams. And re quite recently, like not even a few days ago, I tried doing it through my dreams, but then it's like, they try to send me to this black void. And I'm like, I'm human right now. My subconscious is scared of black voids and you're like pushing me through this. Okay. And like the wow. vibrations are big and high. So I know I'm about to project, but it's just stuff like that. Like, um, and as well, when I was conscious that I was doing meditation and about to do it and I would vibrate and then I would kind of quit. Cause I'm like, uh, the vibrate sensation scares me, but, but I'm working through it. Like, I know I can do it. I'm just, you know, you, you have to project every night oh, sure. with the inner dimensions and soul regression. Talk more about that. Yeah. So we've done, um, well, my daughter and I always do them together because one person has to kind of be focused on the client and then the other person has to manage all the portals that are opening all the beans that are coming through. This mm -hmm. is what they don't teach you in standard soul regression, but we, because we can both see, <laughs> we know what's really going on. Yeah. And so soul regression is interesting because what we found with soul regression is the such a high, high percentage of deception. Most of the beings coming through soul regression um, are not the person's oversoul. They're positive beings that like guides. They're also a lot, a lot of negative beings pretending to be the person's oversoul. I've kind of come away and I've taught soul regression to practitioners. I have about 10 practitioners that I would say are qualified to do it in my method. We do it completely different, of course, because we do it very judiciously. Um, and very carefully, um, because there's no discernment in the general community. And I don't know if you run into this, Jordan, the difference between you and other hypnotherapists, but even with hypnotherapy, I think you still have to have a lot of discernment and, and it helps if you have psychic gifting, of course, activated uh, to be discerning because there's so much programming for self-denial and self-deception. And then 
Um, nobody wants anyone to wake up. Nobody wants anyone to remember. And yeah. so we find a lot of these um, past lives, you know, that's why everybody says they're Cleopatra. That's why everybody says they're Napoleon. That's why you hear, you're like, well, how can everybody be? Because you can't. Cleopatra was a historical figure with one individualized point of consciousness, and it wasn't y'all. It wasn't y'all 2,000, 200,000 people that think you were yeah. Cleopatra. It was one, one. And so, um, yeah, not everybody is, you know, so there's just so much deception. I really struggle with that. Is it valuable? We have found it less valuable than other things. Let's put it that way. I would probably prefer straight or, you know, like you said, you call it Jordan spiritual hypnotherapy to soul regression. Soul regression, you just open up and you, you're kind of like what you're talking about too, so much. And it's hard to manage. Like we're like shutting down, sending things back. Like, it's like a, we're exhausted. We, we charge so much because it takes four or five, six hours and we're exhausted. Like we can barely function the next day from managing all the dimensions and spirits. But think yeah. of the person being trained in the Canon method who spent a thousand dollars and got their little certificate what are they doing? How are they, I mean, this person's walking away possessed, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's one thing that I'm, I'm very open about communicating with people because the, there's been, there was one person, there's only one person that asked me this, but they were like, are you a certified clinical hypnotherapist? And I was like, no, because that's in within that program of the whole medical system. Like, I don't, I don't need to go to school and get into 40 grand of debt to become a, like, it's just, they take these okay. words and in order to call yourself said word, it costs you a shit ton of money and you got to go through school. You got to learn a bunch of classes that you don't want to learn. And I'm going to tell you a quick story of how I know that Source Energy is looking out for me because I signed up for classes. I was going to do, I was going to get my degree in psychology. And uh, my first week of school, I had paid $1,400 for these classes. My first two classes were biology and abnormal psychology. Wow. I, signed, I signed up first week. I get in front, go sit down and do my homework. And I go, man, screw this. This is dumb. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to just go read the books myself. Like, I'm just going to learn this stuff myself. That's what I've always been doing anyway. So I quit. And then that weekend, something told me to stop at this garage sale. So I stopped at this garage sale and I started and I see these books. And I, I can, as I'm reading through the books, thumbing through them, I was I said to myself, whoever owns these books, I know that we'd get along really well based off of what they're reading. Okay. And um, I start, I start talking to the lady and we have a great conversation. And then she goes, you know what? You can just have the books. You can have any, any of them that you want. I said, really? Like I feel bad. Wow. taking them." She goes, no, you can have them. And literally I can't make this up. The fourth book that I saw was literally abnormal psychology. Oh, so, crazy. Yeah, and it's a textbook that, too. It's that, that, yeah, yeah. That's no so, coincidence in the matrix. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so I just like when that happened to me, I said I knew I was right. So I don't have to go cool. to school. Thank you. I appreciate you looking out for me. Um, that's something that I'm very passionate about, is we have to be very careful about what we decide makes somebody mm -hmm. valid. Like make yeah, somebody reputable like because that's a program within it of itself is okay if they have a certificate right. i trust them now yep. you're open to be yep. manipulated by people that just have a piece of paper right as your name is secret to everything i think we covered most of every topic i just want to pick your brain a bit and say what do you think the secret to everything is <laughs> You know, it's funny. So I used to say frequency is the secret to everything, but now it's, it's what the conclusion you came to that you are, you are the secret to everything. Each of yeah. us that is fire creation and eternal being, you have all the secrets to everything. It's not me. It's not my business. <laughs> it's not me. It's in you. We need to unlock, yeah. you know, the secret to everything. What you want to create in your reality is in you and you know, all your power, everything. God is within awesome. us energies are within us the frequencies the yep. beliefs the, yep. the drive yep. i feel like, like you are cor definitely correct some form of like the answer is love because love is god like love that energy if you love yourself you love god if you if your spirit guides are in that loving energy they're helping to help is to love is to be selfless it, you know we have guides and ancestors spirit guides to help guide us a form of love and i was like to evolve and to be closer to highest state of consciousness, love, you know, I just felt like the answer also was like intended to just be love as well, that it, it literally drives you to become the higher 
form of yourself, which is already here. Obviously, the future, the future past, present right. is here. So you don't really have to go looking right. for what's already in here. But like, if, if it's anything to drive you in the right direction, it has to be love, you know, compassion, kindness. This example, the world's happiest man, he hit the like highest state of gamma rays. His advice was be compassionate be selfless and do everything out of selfless out of selflessness because you would have selfless happiness it's driving from love so i think i think that's the the most important thing to touch bases on yes 100 100 i agree with that just to piggyback off of that i think the secret to everything is to listen it's just to listen mm. because when you yeah. listen when you listen you can hear the path everything's talking to you everything is in this matrix the grass the trees the birds like other people if you're listening while you're out in public you might overhear a conversation and those were the exact words that you needed to hear but um source gave me this divine message uh one day when i was out at my favorite creek said said to me jordan if you're constantly talking in your head you can't even hear the path so that's why i think it's so important for us to sit in stillness even if it's for 10 minutes a day just sit yeah and do nothing don't be on your phone don't talk to another person don't be listening to music don't watch tv just sit alone with your own being and listen to the whole universe and i will uh something i love doing with uh clients if we're outside and we do a hypnotherapy session is i will say uh the secret to the universe is nothing and just leave it open. Just, just leave it I wide open. It. Whatever thoughts come in when they hear the birds and they're waiting in for that gap of consciousness and that Good. infinite nothingness, whatever comes yeah. in there is exactly what they need to hear in that moment. Yeah. And the, the the practice I do is I'll say, like um, I'm saying, if you want to get to the quickest form of meditation, count down like the gap between two and one. So for example, three, two. And that's what we are. That's good. I like that. It's funny. The quantum tech says, and I haven't even programmed. I have been afraid to program beyond this, but it says minimum, listen to this, four hours a day, silence alone, minimum 10 hours a week in nature alone. And I haven't even programmed anything but those two things because I think it would take more if I did. I honestly think that silent mind is so important. And, and I can barely sit. I live in the middle of the woods and I can barely spend an hour in nature alone sometimes in silent <laughs> mind. Like that takes some discipline to go and, and avail yourself of that. And I do finally, after many years, I have a silent mind and very few people have a silent mind. And we talk a lot about voice to skull and all this technology and intrusive thoughts and handlers thoughts and, you know, psychic projection and all the stuff that we are under. You can't have that. If you have a silent mind, there it it's all originated in creation. There's yeah. you know immediately. I know immediately when a thought comes in. I'm like, oh no, I'm not picking up my kitchen knife and stabbing myself. I know that oh, wasn't my thought. Oh, come on, you guys. We all have let's jump, let's walk in front of the car, let's stab it. Come on. We, yeah, those are all common. Like if I'm just mm -hmm. thoughts, if know? I'm driving, I'll be like like skirt off the side of the road I'm like why I don't even know what's that why am I thinking about that <laughs> that's not your thought right you want to know you want to know one of mine one of mine has been sitting in front of my grandma what? and one sitting in front of my grandma and like wonder what would happen if I punched this lady in the face like hard like you know just like it's um, so crazy like your mind like, these are not these are not yours it's just a infinite influx yeah, of thoughts swirling yeah. around well love and light to you kimberly thank you so much for coming i had a blast thank you so much many, nice meeting you guys many blessings to you god bless